Learning the Sichon by Yaakel Pekudei in Chelek Chofalef on page 250. The Shir today is being learned, Lilinishmas Rav Yosef Binyamin ben Rav Menashe Kolpman. In this Sichon, the Rebbe will discuss the names by Yaakel Pekudei, the combination of these two parshas, the meaning of the names, the connection to the content of the parshas, it seemingly is the opposite of what the content of the parsha is about, and the Rebbe will bring out a very deep concept to understand how these two names come together and what it means in the Teichen of the building of the Mishkan regarding the Achtus of Yidin, as the Rebbe will explain in the second part of the Sicha. You're in here for a very exciting and deep Sicha. A lot of the depth of the Sicha is actually found in the footnotes. If you can find time to take a look at the footnotes and learn them, you'll get the real wealth and richness and depth of the Sicha. Yishingaret filmal b'negeya the Shemis HaSedris. It was already spoken many times about the names of the Sedris and the Teire, as the Teichen for Yad Sedre is the Teichen for Yad Sedre ungedated in Yinomen. So the content of every Parsha is expressed in its name. The same is here in this Parsha as the Nomen Vayakel Driktois Nekudas HaTeichen from the Eresh Sedre. The name Vayakel expresses the point of the content of the first parsha of this week, Vayakel. And Pekudei, Nukudus HaTeichen from the Tzvete Sedre. Pekudei expresses the point of the content of the second parsha of this week. Now, Lachayre, seemingly, is the Teichen from the Tzvete Sedre, Nit Mehese Mitzayre Nemen. It doesn't seem like the name expresses the content of the parsha. Not only is it not fitting, the names are not fitting to the content of the parsha, nor is it They're actually opposite of what the content of the parsha is, as will be explained there. The Piddish from Vayakal Kapshuta is. What's the meaning of Vayakal? The Yasifa, the Kibbutz, from Kama Vakami Yechidim Odeprotim. It's gathering, collecting together many or a few individuals or details. On the Runtusheit, zwischen der Loschen Vajakel, der Gabi andere Loschenis, was Patsechenen, das Einsammeln kam, Yechidum und Pratim. Now, the difference between the expression of Vajakel, which means to gather details or people, and other expressions in Hebrew, in Loschen Kedish, via Sife, Kibbutz, Lekite, Vachademe, other expressions which also means to collect and to gather together. But state in them was the other lesson is bringing a rice nor then to neuf kleiben to neuf zamelen at some mention protem in a mockim or the Indian. All other expressions mentioned here mean that you're gathering together details or people in one place or the joining together in one idea or the connected to one concept. But even after they are gathered together. Each detail or each individual that joins and is present or is in, in, in one Indian is still an entity for himself. He's not, uh, it doesn't become one new unit, one new identity as, as one Metzius. On the other hand, what does the term Vayakal mean? Gemacht Akal. It means not just to gather together, but it means that you're forming a new entity, a congregation. So this is pointing out that there's a new cloud, there's a new entity that exists, not just as a combination of many separate details that are joining together, nor but the fact that these many details or people that are joined together now form a new entity, a new one entity, a new congregation. That's the meaning and the translation of kohal, which is unique and different than other expressions in Lashon Kedesh, Asifa, Kibbutz, Lekite, which also means to gather together. Pekudei, on the other hand, what does the word Pekudei mean? Was Pirushes Maloshon Minyan. The word Pekudei means to count vice of the Oizgetelkeit von Yedezach Bifneyatzmai. That indicates that we're speaking about separate entities and each one exists on its own. Only when you have more than one and you have separate entities, then you could be counting. So really, Pekude and Vayakal mean opposite concepts. Now, if so, the question becomes regarding the names of these parshas. Let's look at what it says in the parsha. 
der Teuchem von den zwei Sedre ist das Boy von Hochbi. The actual content of these two parshas are the opposite of what their names are. Beide parshas reden wegen Asiyas and Mishkan Vakelem. Both Vayakal and Pekudei speak about the building of the Mishkan and the Kelem and the Mishkan. However, there's a fundamental difference between them. Parshas Vayakal read wegen the Asiyah from Kol, Chalke, Uprote, Inyani and Mishkan. In Parshas Vayakal, it speaks about the making or the building of each part and each detail of the Mishkan separately. The Yiriyas Bifniyatzmai, the Yiriyas, the coverings on the Mishkan separately, Kroshim Bifniyatzmam, the walls, the beams, the walls, on Yedarif and the Kleya Mishkan Bifniyatzmam, how you build each one of the Kleya Mishkan separately, the Menaira, Shulchan, and Chulu. That's the Psukim in Parshish Vayakal. The Chidesh from Parshish Pekude, Binagem, Alechas Mishkan. What's the novelty in Parshish Pekude that he speaks about regarding the Mishkan? After the introduction, which is the Sachakel from Zav Kesafunachaishech, where the Psukim give you the total sum of the amount of gold, silver, and copper that there was, Kumt al Muskir, and it really comes sort of as something which is in a closed uh, statement. In other words, this is a Siyam Hamasupir in Parashas Vayakal. It's just concluding based on all the details that are already said before in the previous Parsha Vayakal, Asiyas Chalkia Mishkan building the uh, parts of the Mishkan. And then also, the Torah continues with the Sippur, Fanasiyah's Big Day Kohuna, the story of all the details of the Begadim, the special garments for the Kainan. And then comes the main Chiddush of Parshas Pekudah, that is, Vertetzelt, the Sacha Kel von Alem. Then the Torah gives the total sum of everything, Vimot Alts, Tzuzamen, Gebracht, Tzumayshen, how everything was brought together to Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Tzivu Yashem Tzoyvshtalen Alz Tzazamen, the Mishkan Mitkol Kelov, the Eivish's command to erect the Mishkan with all of its Kelim, Tzazamen mit alazayin avodis, and then all the avodis that are done in the Mishkan are also mentioned here, the Montnor Bechlalos. Now, but it's all only mentioned in the general term of what its function is as part of the general Mishkan. On the Meishat as Ketan Bepoyal Alz Tzazamen, and how Meishat Rabbeinu did all of this, Ha'akome Va'avodis, he put up the Mishkan and the Avedis in the Mishkan. Biz says Gevaren ein ganzer Mishkan und Kveid Hashem Moliyas Mishkan. And then the main point, which the parsha concludes with, is that it's one Mishkan and the glory of Hashem dwells in the Mishkan. Lefizes and now comes out as the Teichen from the Sedris is the Teichen from the Sedris. Point that Heipach from Zayre Shemes is the exact opposite content of what their names indicate. Parshas Vayakel. Is Teichna Biyachas La Mishkan, the Prote Vachalkia Mishkan. Parshas Vayakal, what is it speaking about? The details of the Mishkan, the, the, the separate parts of the Mishkan. Yedereine, Alzaprat, Umetzias, Latzmai. Each part of the Mishkan as a separate entity for itself, what its materials were, what its size is, and what its measurement is, and how it has to be made, and so on. Niterinu from Vayakal, it doesn't at all express. The name Vayakal, which means when everything is gathered together to become one entity, one Mishkan, with Hashem's glory dwelling in the Mishkan. On Parshas Pekudei is the Tzirof, Vichibur from the Alapratim. On the other hand, Pekudei is the Parsha where you have the, com- the combining and joining together all the details. When everything is gathered together and it becomes one new entity, a Mishkan, and the Kalim are not anymore seen as a separate entity, but everything just makes up one big Mishkan where the Ebishtu dwells in it. Heipech, the Radgosha from Pekude, which means Minyan, the exact opposite of what the word Pekude means, the count, Gitzelt, Yed Prat, Fazich. You could only count if you have each detail separate. So, how could it be that the name Vayakal is the name of the Pasha that talks about all the details, and the name Pekude is the name of the Pasha? Where the chiddush of this parsha is how everything comes together as one entity. So the pashtos, what we can for them, simply you can answer to this question as follows: The pirush from Vayakel and Shutish Omik remain the Yakolo Fanaliyidin. Vayakel is not speaking about the kalim or the parts of the Mishkan, but it's speaking about gathering together all the Yidin. Well, if you say Kemenoich Mas Bezayin, the Shaiches from Vayakel, I'll shame the Akolah from Yidin to Malechas and Mishkan, Valchavert Etzelt Lachrisa. So this could explain the connection of Vayakel. If Vayakel refers to the gathering of the Yidin, to the work of the Mishkan that is spoken about in this parsha, that Inyan from Vayakel, 
Das was all Yidin zen and gevaren enkol. The fact that all Yidin become one new entity, one new congregation, is a hagdame v'hachonet to asiyas hamishkan. This is an introduction and a preparation for the building of the mishkan. Why is that? Kedai the mishkan zayin a mishkan from Klal Yisrael, in order that the Mishkan should be a Mishkan of all of Klal Yisrael, but also the Mikdash v'shachanti b'soicham, b'soich al Yidin, that the Ebeshter dwells within them, which means within all Yidin, so the Mishkan is not a private entity, but it's a Mishkan where the Ebeshter dwells in a place that belongs to all of Klal Yisrael. Hatrumas v'nidvas koyachad v'yachad m'yisrael amalechas ha-Mishkan g'dav zayim ba'oifin azazalveren ois momin yachid. Geld was gehört to So the money that was pledged and the money that was donated had to be given and completely given away to become part of the tzibur, belonging to all Yidin, and not money that belongs to any individual or many individuals. And also, it can't be money that's being put together as a partnership, where there's a, a, a ownership of partnership either. That's also not what the Mishkan is. Individuals that are partners. Rather, the money donated to the Mishkan becomes one new entity, Momin Tzibur. The money that belongs to the Tzibur, and it's with this money that belongs to the Tzibur, to everybody, all together as one whole, that you build the parts of the Mishkan of it. So therefore we could explain, as the, is the Akdamalaza, the introduction to the building of the Kalim of the Mishkan, is, is Tzunayv Klaibin, or Tzunayv Zabalin, Ali Yidni Yichidu Mamachan Zeferin Kal. It's gathering all the Yidni and turning them into one entity, one congregation. And now, when Yidni are one entity and they donate all their money to this one entity of the Tzibor, then you could talk about the rest of the, what the parasha says, which is building all the details of the Mishkan. So that explains why Vayakil is the necessary introduction to the main point of the parasha, building all the parts of the Mishkan. So this is an explanation for Parshas Vayakil. But, as light over the Shaila Benegei Pekude. This doesn't answer, however, regarding the name of Parshas Pekude in Velechez, is Nidok Kain Minyan, where over here the point is not the counting of each detail separately, nor as Sachakel from Zov Kesef and Chayshis. Rather, here the main point is the total sum of everything together, the gold, silver, and copper, and even more, as I ever said before, how everything together is brought to Moshe Rabbeinu. Oich Benegei Vayakil is this Nidkem Bir Maspik. Also, as an answer to explain why Vayakal has this name, even though it talks about the details of each part of the Mishkan that was built, it's also not a sufficient answer. Since everything in Teire is 100% precise, is move on, it's also understood, just like a name anywhere expresses the content of what the name, what the Dover, the thing that has this name. It's the same is also true when it comes to the names of the parshas. over here, as the nomen So the name Vayakel is not just expressing an introduction necessary for the fulfillment of what it says in the parsha, as the Rebbe explained before, that you need the entity of a kohol, of a tzibur, in order that the trumais and the nedaves should become part of the mama in tzibur, that's just as an introduction. Rather, we must say that the name Vayakal actually explains the actual details and point, main point that the parsha is actually talking about, which are all the details of the Mishkan separately as they are built. So the question still remains, how does Vayakil express the details of the Pasha that are discussed? So the Rebbe here will give a lengthy explanation to understand the Mishkan and all of the details that the building of the Mishkan consists of. And this will bring us back to a deeper understanding of the names Vayakil and Pekudeh. We'll understand this with first introducing Vespinigeya, the Mitzvah from Binyan, when it comes to building the Beis HaMikdosh, the Rambam says the following in the Sefer HaMitzvah. That Eivishter commands us to build a Beis HaBechire to serve him there. And there we bring the Karbonis, and there's always a fire burning there for the Karbonis. This is the Mitzvah, to build for Hashem a Beis HaMikdosh. And then the Rambam continues, 
this general, this one general mitzvah, Kailal Minim Rabim, it includes many different parts, many different uh, Kailim. Shehema Menoire, Vashulchan, Vamizbeach, these three uh, Kailim, Vizulasam, and other Kailim as well, other parts as well. Kulam Michalke Hamikdash. They're all portions of this one Mikdash, this one mitzvah. Vahakal Yakari Mikdash. And all, all these different Kailim are all called the Mikdash. Then Ramam adds, The Torah says specifically the command, the mitzvah, for every part separately, what it is and how it should be built. So the question here on the words of the Rambam is, After the Rambam spells out, that all the kalim of the mikdash are all just parts. They're parts of one mikdash. And they all fall under that one umbrella, that one name of mikdash. They're just details from one klal, from their mitzvah, I say, the one mitzvah, which is va'asulim mikdash, to build a mikdash. Why does the Rambam then say, that the Torah specifically says a command for each part of the mikdash? Which seemingly is highlighting an opposite point. As That each portion and each keli of the mikdash has a separate mitzvah and it's, 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 it's a, separate, a separate entity. So and the, the Rambam here is coming to say how it's all one big mitzvah. And the Shulchan, the Shulchan is Beth, it's all one mitzvah, part of Asa the Mikdash. And then he concludes and says, that there's a specific tzivoy for each one separately, an opposite point. Well, and more generally, the questionnaire is, what actual relevance is there from this edition of the Rambam? Why is the Rambam adding this? And the Rebbe says specifically, what's a practical relevance that we could say in halacha based on this addition here of the Rambam that yichid hatzivoy b'cholchelik v'cholchelik. The Yeshloim Adaz so to understand the words of the Rambam, so we need to first understand the klal and the pratim of the Mishkan or the Mikdash. As the Rambam here tells us that there's the klal, the mitzvah, v'asili Mikdash, but the mitzvah, the klal, includes all the details of the Minoira, the Shulchan, the Mizbech, and all the other kalim and parts of the Mishkan, what is the understanding of how this prat forms the klal, which is the mitzvah of Asil Mikdash? In the Shaykhis, between the Klea Mishkan, Mitten Mishkan, and when it comes to the connection of the Klea Mishkan, that it's from all these kalim and parts of the Mishkan that we create this Mishkan, Kamelarnen Kamaifanim. This could be defined and explained in various ways. Me'en, the Yefanim was men kenzogim, benigeya, yedin klal, was vert zenif gestalt from pratim. Similar to the various different approaches that we could understand anytime you have one general existence that's comprised of many details, what exactly is the point or the position of the details in this new entity that's created, this cloud that's created? So one way to understand this is Aleph, Yedef from the Pratim is Nitke Mitzis Each detail for itself is not is, is nothing, has no, no significance on its own. Sein ganze Mitzis is nor was durch that his achtus kulam yachad vert ein mitzi is their klal. But each detail serves a certain purpose that when you have these details and it creates this new klal, oh, so now, the, now, now it has significance. It, it's, the klal is the only significant thing. The details on their own have no significance at all. To say it in different words, the mitzi is is not a hechsher to the mitzvah saklal. Each, the existence of each one of these details is just here to prepare or is just leading to creating a klal. The pratim on their own are incomplete, are nothing. They have no chshivis at all. The pratim create and, and they're there to serve to create this one klal and that's what it that, that's what it consists of. So true, it's comprised of all of these details, but the details on their own have zero significance. It's the fact that these details create the cloud, and that's what it is. It's this new cloud, this new entity that it creates. To bring somewhat of an example for this from Halacha, there's an argument in Gemara regarding different Isurim which have a certain measurement, a certain size of what the Issa consists of. And usually, for example, the Shir would be a Kazayis, like an olive size. So there's an argument, what's if the person ate half of that amount, a half olive size. 
So according to the Shlokish, Chatzishir, if you, you only ate a half an olive size, so then it's Mutter Minatayra. It's Mutter. Minatayra, this is Mutter. Mitter Rabbanon is still an Isra, but Minatayra, you did no Isra at all. So even though this Shir of a Kazais is made up of the full amount that it, it's put together from all the details that brings you to this full amount of the Kazais, however, a half a Kazais is, is nothing, zero. It's only when you have one half, another half, and all the parts that make up the full amount that you come to the Isser. Then the, the Isser is created. Until that point is zero Isser. So here you see of an existence that's made up of different parts that bring you to the full shear, and until you get to the full shear, it has no chshivas at all of a Isser at all. When you put together the two parts of the shear, two parts of the amount that make up the Isser, it creates a new entity. Only then do you now have the Isser Minatayra that comes into existence. This is one approach. When you talk about the Klal and the Pratim that make up this Klal. Beis, another approach is, The details are also significant. They exist, they have a certain significance on their own. When you combine all these details together, Additionally, they now form and create a new existence, a new general entity comprised of these details. Before they were combined together, and we, each detail was separate, is a snitk event. You didn't have this new entity that's formed by putting together all the details. What's an example for this? Like when it comes to having ten, having a minion, which is needed for saying a davish so every Yid, even before he's part of a minion, is, is a significant entity. He has holiness as a, as a Yid on, on his own. But then, when you gather together ten Yidin, so this additionally brings a higher level of holiness. And only now can you say a because of this new entity that was formed by the minion, by the ten Yidin that came together. Gimel, a third approach. What happens when you take details and you create of it a new klal? The The details before they are brought together are not a significant entity each on their own. But now when you join them and you unite them together as one, it becomes now a new entity. Not only does this form a new klal, a new entity that, exi- that is comprised of these details, but now, because they are joined together, each detail on its own gets a certain significance that it would not have otherwise. Where do we see an example for this? The example for this is from the Mishkan of the Besamikdash itself. So it's also made up of different parts as quoted before in the beginning. As the Chatzar, you have the three basic sections of the Beis Hamikdash, the courtyard, the Oil Mayit inside the Beis Hamikdash itself, and then the Kodesh Hakadoshim, the Holy of Holies. Each place, as it is on its own, before you have the entire Mishkan that's put up and the holiness that's there. Is Mishkan So just a chotzer, a courtyard of the Mishkan in itself has no uh, uh, holiness at all in this world. is So there's no kedusha, there's no holiness that takes effect in this chotzer of the Mishkan itself. But then, once you put up the entire Mishkan with all the other sections as well, so now you have the full Mishkan. So now, this brings holiness for each individual part. So not only does it become part of the one whole, the one Mishkan, and it all has the equal and same Kedusha, but by bringing it together, it actually now brings out the individual Kedusha of each place separately. Naisif of the Kedusha Klovis, the Mishkan HaMikdash, in addition to the general Kedusha that comes down, and it's all part of this one Mikdash, which is the equal. That the holiness that there is in the particular parts of the Mishkan, 
which comes only after you build the entire Mishkan, but it will remain even after they would travel and they would disassemble the Mishkan and you have each part separately. But so even though the general Kedusha of the Mishkan is not there when they disassemble it, but this Kedusha of the parts, each one separately, that actually does remain. Even after the Besamikdash is destroyed, the Kedusha of the Chalakim still remains there. And it's possible to say that it remains there even Minatayda. Okay, let me just correct what I said before, that the Kedusha of the Klal does not remain there. The Kedusha of the Klal does remain there. And after the Churban of the Beis HaMikdash, there is still the Kedusha of the place that remains there, as the Rambam explains by Rechis. But the Rebbe here is saying, not only does the Kedusha of the Klal remain, but the Kedusha of the details. This is the place of the Azara of the Beis HaMikdash. This is the place of the al This is the place of the Kedusha HaKadosh. And the individual Kedusha remains there as well. The Rebbe adds, It's possible to say that the Kedusha of the Chalakim, the individual Kedusha, does remain after it's disassembled or after the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed, but only Midrabana, not Minatayre. So here there's a lengthy discussion in the Ha'aris with sources and details for, for, this, uh, for this point here regarding the uh, Kedusha of the Chalakim. Okay, so we have over here three different understandings of what happens when you take Pratim, you take details, and you join them together and you create a cloud. You, you create a new entity. Is it that the Pratim on their own have no significance? It's just the klal which is the significance? Or is it that even though the Pratim have their own significance, but they create additionally a new level of significance when they are joined as a klal? So now you have the chshivis of the Pratim separately, and you have the chshivis of the klal, which is a new entity. Or the third way that Rebbe said is that the Kedusha of the klal in itself also brings additional significance to the Pratim as well. The, 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 the significance of the Pratim itself gets changed and elevated or is, is only brought out after it's joined into the cloud. So similar to all of this, we could say when it comes to the Kalim of the Mishkan that comprise or make up the whole existence of the Mishkan. So Aleph, the first approach is in the beginning, each Kalim for itself on its own, has no significance, has no holiness. After you complete and you build all of the Kalim, or perhaps after the entire Mishkan is erected, and you bring all the Kalim into the Mishkan for the very first time. That's the moment that it creates this entity of Mishkan or the Mikdash, and now they, they each now and all they all become all the details that are brought inside, all become part of this one entity of mikdash. However, according to this approach, each one of the kalim separately and each section of the mishkan separately does not get its own defined significance separately. Nor al but just like the structure itself, which is made up of the walls, the krashim, and the iriyas, the cover over it. It's just different parts that make up the structure of the Mishkan, and it has just one name, Mishkan. It's just the same thing also regarding the Kalim. The Kalim brought into the Mishkan are details that have no significance before, and they only are significant because they're part of the cloud. And there's the name of the cloud on them. That's what they are. There's nothing else other than the cloud, the, the Mishkan. To say this in a little bit of a different style. The Gedr Mishkan is, as a Zenindah, What's the definition of a Mishkan? What is the Mishkan? The Mishkan means that you have all these parts that the Rebbe just mentions here. However, all of these kalim have absolutely no significance on their own. Just like we understand regarding the parts of the actual structure of the Mishkan itself, so the, the, the walls, the parts of the Krashim, if you dis disassemble it and you take each Kaddish separately, or the Yiriyas, each Yiriyas separately has no significance on its own. It's not, it doesn't serve any purpose on its own at all. 
It only is, is important or it only becomes a Mishkan when it's a wall of a Mishkan, when it's the roof of the Mishkan. The same thing with all the Kalim. Each keli on its own, even though you may look at it as a separate keli and it has a certain function on its own, but nevertheless, similar to the chelkei mishkan of the structure of the mishkan itself, that has no significance. The kalim as well, if they're not inside and part of the mishkan in general, it has no significance at all. Now, under tzivui v'loyavoyu lidois kebala there's a, a mitzvah in Parshas Bamidbar which says that when they would travel, so they would have to cover the Arain and the different Kalim and the Mishkan, that it's a, for a special for its holiness and it's for Chshivis, that it has to be, even after it's disassembled and being taken out and they're traveling, still it has to be covered. So seemingly this proves that the Kalim of the Mishkan, even when it's disassembled, do have an, a, a significance or a Kedusha on their own. So according to this approach, we'll have to say, is that Sivui Chadosh Legamri. This is a new Mitzvah, a new command that Eivishter says that they should be covered while it's while you're traveling. And it's not an outcome of the fact that the Kedush Hakadoshim has its kedusha, and therefore the Kalim being part of the Kedush Hakadoshim or part of the Beis Hamikdash have its kedusha. Because it's being disassembled. So therefore, it's it's a separate mitzvah. The Ebesha says that even though, yes, the Taka does not have its Kedusha of the Kedusha Kedoshim, of the Beis HaMiklish, but nevertheless, it still should be covered. So we can't uh, prove anything from there. We can't say that because it has to be covered, so therefore that means that even separately, it has Kedusha on its own. It's a separate sibli. But again, the point is, according to this Eifin, the Chshivis of each one of the Kalim is only as far as it being part of the Mikdash, the whole Mikdash. Base. Another pro- approach is the kalim havenach shivus mitzadatzmam. Each one of the kalim does have its own significance. Oich edem mahatem ganzem mishkan. Even before you have the mishkan in its entirety, the menoyda b'fnayatzma. You have the menoyda on its own. What that is the shulchan and the mizbachayis. The shulchan and the mizbachayis also each one have their own significance. But then, by placing them into the Mishkan, now becoming part of the Mishkan in one whole, they additionally will bring the, the wholeness to the whole Mishkan itself. And therefore, now you have the full Mishkan, as, which includes all of these details. So you have two different things, two, two, two different points here. There is the Prat. Each one has its own significance. And then additionally, it's also mashlim the entire Mishkan. Gimel, but a third approach is mitzadatzmam, beisasi yasam, habzei nitken chshivis mitzadatzmam. On their own, each one of the kalim, when they're being made, they have no significance to, to themselves. Aber, la'acharei hakomas ha-mishkan, va'achnasas ha-kalim But then, after you put up the whole Mishkan, and you place all the kalim inside the Mishkan, is chal of yedek keli bazunder achshivus b'fniyatzmai. So now, not only do they become part of the whole, and it becomes part of the entire mishkan, but it actually gives significance also to each part, each keli, and each section of the mishkan separately. As leiktzech abazunder kedusha of yedek keli laatzmai. So now it takes effect on each keli separately, its own level of kedusha. This is Dokdushis Menaira, there's a level of the Kedusha that pertains to the Menaira, the Shulchan, the Chulu. Naisir to the Kedusha Klolis, in addition to the general Kedusha, Al Tzatel from Kedushis HaMishkan Bechlal, in addition to the general Kedusha that there is in the Mishkan in general. So it's the, it's the Klal itself, the fact that it's joining the Klal itself, that causes two things. It causes, besides the fact that it becomes part of the Klal, joining the Klal itself causes that it now gets its own its own chshiv is separately, the menorah and the shulchan and so on. So here the Rebbe will bring the nafkimina. One of the practical things that are relevant in these three approaches in what happens when you build them kalim and the different parts of the mishkan, yeshleima, we can say as follows. The Rebbe says this is one of the nafkiminas, and you have later in Hara 43, the Rebbe brings another nafkiminas, and there could be more. Not so here, the Rebbe says when it comes to building these kalim, the asiyas klaya mishkan um mikdash When you make all these kalim, it has to be made with the proper intention that it's being made for the sake of the mikdash. And all the kalim have to be built for the purpose of, or maybe it's read l'shem hektish, this is the Lashon of the Rambam, has to be made for the purpose that it's going to be part of the base of mikdash. 
the question is, what exactly is the kavana of lishma that it has to be lishma for the mikdash? Now, what is the mikdash when I'm making the menaira or the shulchan? I'm only making a menaira, only a shulchan. So, what is exactly the kavana of the kaidish of the mishkan? So according to the first approach, as they get that kalim is nor dos voizezen and a tail from mishkan. It's only this that the kalim are just a portion of the Mishkan. That if you put together all the Kalim, this will create the Mishkan. But before you put it together, the Kalim on their own have zero significance. So the Kavana of the Shema is that you're building the Menaira, the Shulchan, for what? Not for the Kedusha of the Menaira, but the Kedusha of the Mishkan. Because that's all what it is. According to the second approach, as that each detail, each one of the kalim does have their own significance even before it becomes part of the mishkan. Is there lishma b'shas asiyas So what is the lishma when you're building each one of these kalim? L'shem the kedusha pratis from the kalim. So now your your kavanah lishma has to be for the individual holiness that this kalim has. Menayre shulchan cholu whatever the particular keli is, because each individual keli does have its own significance of Kedusha, even before it becomes part of the cloud, before it becomes part of the whole Mishkan. So that's what your kavana is when you're making this specific keli. According to the third approach, when you make these keli, and then you bring them into the Mishkan, so is Chal Nitnar the Shema Kloli Ukedusha Klolis from Mishkan. So yes, before you put him into the Mishkan, before it becomes part of the Mishkan, it didn't have any of its own Chshivas at all. But now, by making it part of the Mishkan, besides the fact that it gets the general Kedusha of the Mishkan, not Oich Kedusha Bifnei the fact that it becomes part of the Klal also gives significance to each one of these Kalim as a detail. Its level of Kedusha. So therefore, when you are building and making these kalim, so the lishma consists of both details. There's the lishma l'shem mitzvahs kedusha samishkan. There's the lishma that it has to be for the mitzvah of the kedusha of the mishkan because that's when when you build it until it gets the kedusha of the mishkan, it doesn't have any significance at all. So it has to be l'shem the kedusha of the mishkan. On the lishma prati, but as soon as it becomes part of the kedusha of the mishkan. At that very moment, it also creates a specific kedusha that this particular keli has. So it has to be also the lishma prati, lishem der keli pratis, for this, for what this particular keli pratis is. Okay. In other words, unlike the second eifin, where in the second eifin the kedusha klolis comes as an added thing. The main, the main point is right now I'm building this keli. And this keli now, even before it becomes part of the cloud, already has its own kedusha, its own significance. So that's the kavana. The kedusha klolis that it gets later when it's joined together with everything else, that's a second point. That's an added thing. Here though, in the third ayfin, the kedusha klolis is what brings also the kedusha pratis. So therefore, when you're creating this keli, you have to have the kavana of both, the general kavana of lishma for the mishkan and for the kedusha pratis as well. That's one nafkemine between all these eifanim. So now, after all of this, we can come back and understand the words of the Rambam, and the Rambam here is showing us that he's understanding the kalim, the details of the Mishkan, how it forms the entire Mishkan in the third eifin that the Rebbe explained. So Mikdash. After the Rambam tells us that there's a cloud. The first thing you have to know is that there's the cloud, which means that the kalim on their own have no significance. It's only the fact that it becomes part of the Mishkan and it all has one name, Mikdash. But then the Rambam adds and says, that the Teire specifies in each particular one of these kalim another tzivu to build them. Melamdeno, what the Rambam is teaching us over here is, as Chach Zeklal Mitzvah Svasil Mikdash, the Klal, the one Mitzvah of building the Mikdash. Koylul Minim Rabbim, it includes all these details. As the Tziv Vasil Mikdash Meit Melachat Chilut Zamachan Mikdash Amishkan versus Koylul Kalim. So the Mitzvah Vasil Mikdash means that you have to build a Mishkan which includes all of these Kalim. So initially. 
these kalim have no significance or individual level of Kedusha on their own. The whole mitzvah of building each one of these kalim consists just of the fact that it's becoming part of the one general mikdash. That's the first point that Amram says. After though, you go ahead and you make each one of these kalim and you bring them into the mikdash. It's chal of yederin from the kalim at sivoy. So there is a specific command for each one separately, even if it's not a mitzvah separately. But the Rambam is telling you that the, each one has a specific tzivoy. So each one of these kalim now get from this that it be, it, it's becoming part of the cloud of the whole Mikdash, it now gets also a particular level of Kedusha, Kaifan and Gimel, as explained before in the third approach of Emele, and therefore when you make these Kalim, the Kavana of Lishma is not only for the Lishma of the Klal, that it's going to become part of the Mikdash, which is the first point that Rambam says, that it's Michel Keha Mishkan, but also Yichid that your Lishma should also be for the individual Chalik of what this Kalim is. So therefore the Rambam adds this point there, and this is, as the Rebbe said, this is the Nafkimina. You have an actual Nafkimina Lahalacha of this point that the Rambam adds here. So now, based on this third approach, now we see how the Rambam learned this way, we could come back to understand the significance of the names Vayakal and Pekude and how it fits perfectly with the content of the Parsha. And thus is the Remes from Vayakal Atznamen from the Sedre was Retzech Vegen Asiyas Kol Chalkeya Mishkan. So this is the hint that the name of Parshas Vayakal, where the Titus speaks about all the details of the Mishkan, the way they are being built. So the name Vayakal is the perfect name for this Parsha. Vayakal is Aremez, Oifen Asiyas Akelim. Vayakal is a hint to the Oifen, how these Kelim are being built. As the Pu'ole from Malachas HaMishkan V'chol Kelov is given Ba'ifim from Vayakal. The creating, the building of each one of the Kelim of the Mishkan is in what manner, and like the name says, Vayakal. What does that mean? Thus haste. Yes, in this parasha, the Taita says a separate Vayas. And there was this was made and this was made, each one separately. Each portion of the Mishkan. Is the kavane baasias kol keli the keli nitkeven nor alzasiyo poliprotis? But the name Vayakal says that when you're building each individual keli, you're not just building this individual keli. Right now, this individual keli at this point has has no significance, has no kedusha yet on its own. From the keli proti, what this individual keli is, nor is given Vayakal. Rather, what what Vayakal says, which is tsunayv kliven. To gather together all the different portions of the Mishkan to create one new entity of Mishkan. Before you have the whole Mishkan built, any Kali on its own doesn't have any significance on its own. Sein ganze Indian is das, was er ist von dem Klaal Mishkan. The, the only significance of each one of these kalim is the fact that it's a detail that will create the klal of the Mishkan. So at this point, in this parasha, where it speaks about building each kali separately, and you look at each kali separately, what is this kali? The, the kali has no significance other than Vayakal, the fact that it will make up that one big klal. So hence, we have the name of the parasha, Vayakal, at this stage of the building of the Mishkan. In Parshas on the other hand, when it comes to Parshas Bekudei, who has stayed vatachal kolavaydes mishkan el moyed? Now everything was completed. Umat oivgestalt and mishkan met alekliya mishkan, and now the mishkan was put up with all the kalim inside. Now molt atzach ongert that inyum from Bekudei. Now what's expressed? Not only that it's one big mishkan, but now the Bekudei, the details, the significance of each detail comes out. So now, in addition to the fact that it makes up this one big mishkan, becoming part of the klal also brings out the significance of each detail separately. Not only the fact that it's part of the one general mishkan. Once the entire mishkan is put up, now this brings a significance to the level of Kedusha that each Kali has separately. Kanal Ba'erech, as explained before at length, the idea and the way that Rambam explains this, So Dafke and Parshish Pekudeh, when it speaks about how everything comes together, the Chiddush now is when it comes together, all of a sudden each Kali has its own 
individual significance. So hence we have the name Pekudei for this parsha. So this is this explanation for the Teichon of the parsha. We see beautifully and perfectly how Vayakel and Pekudei fits to the content of the parsha. Everything in Teire is eternal and has an eternal lesson. Most definitely, their Mishkan is the mitzvah is that Ebeshu will dwell amongst all of you. Besayich kol echad vechad mi Yisrael amongst all Yidden. Is move on as an Indian anal from Vayakol and Pekudei. So this whole idea of how Vayakol and Pekudei, the general Mishkan and the details comes together. Should be binyan Mishkan is Oich Faran and the Mishachanti besayicham binigei Yisrael. This also applies regarding the Ebeshu dwelling within Yidden. We can see the klal and the pratim regarding the entity of Yidden. So what are they? On one hand, men zogt as alle yidin zan an ein silber. All yidin make up one congregation, one entity. Alle yidin zusammenstellen, zusammenstellen zu neuf, ein kaim eshleimah. All yidin together make up one unit. Und wenn es es faran, chas v'shalom achasana von ein yidin, if there's anything lacking in one yid, felt in the ganze kaim eshleimah. So it will be lacking in the entire entity of yidin. So all yidin are just all the details, and every individual yid, it makes up t- together. You didn't make up one kaimish lema. That's one point. But on the other hand, Zakman as yet the yid for zich is an ayla mole. So it says in the Gemara that every single yid is a full world on his own. Every single person is obligated to say that the world is created for me. The whole world and all the higher levels of worlds which also includes every other Yid, every Yid that lives, is Bishvili Nivra. It's all created for the purpose of one individual Yid. And thus is Yid that ain't mechoyed to Zagin. This is something that every single Yid is obligated to say. The simplest Jew, a woodchopper, a water carrier, whoever it may be. From the greatest of greatest Yidin to the most simplest and smallest level of a Yid, every single Yid, He's an individual which is significant that he has something that nobody else has and the entire world is all created for him. So those are the two different things about Yidin, the entity of Yidin as one Klal, Klal Yisrael, the Tzibur of Yidin, and the individual Yid. So here we have the powerful lesson that we take from these two names of Ayakal and Pekudei. A yid can doch trachten, a yid may think to himself, as What's the foundation? What's number one? Number one, I am an entity for myself. No, not God forbid speaking about the existence in a negative sense, an existence with an ego. No, Ramitzis is the Kedusha. He's an entity in holiness. Al Sayyid, as a Yid, Evad, Melech, Melech, a servant of the king, being like the king himself, L'Shamish is Kainai, him as an individual, his particular Shlichis to serve Hashem. He has his own personal job and, and way to serve Hashem that's unique to him. That's the first thing. I'm an individual, and my connection to Hashem is me as an individual. And then, as a number two, in addition to this, is that Oich Zich zusammen mit Klal Yisrael. He also includes himself together with the entire Klal Yisrael. But that only comes as a number two. Zokt So over here, these two names, first Vayakal. And then Pekudei comes and tells him, As Mishas, Megit Machen, the Klia Mishkan. The name Vayakal is on the parsha that speaks about the beginning, the first step when they're just building the Kalim. Each keli has to be created separately from each one of the other keli. There's a separate action that has to be done to create this keli. Which takes particular attention to create the shape and the size and the details of this keli. So the Torah comes and reveals to you the truth, what's really happening here. As does as an Indian from Vayakal, even though you may be focused on a detail, but nevertheless, what is this really? You're creating a part of one whole. What is this particular keli that you're giving so much attention to? This particular keli is part of the one general Mishkan. So similar, you should know as the Aschala, what's the very first point, the very first step when he's starting in his Aveda, and the point 
of the Teichen of his entire Aveda, number one, the first point is, that he's, even when he's working with himself, and he's paying attention to something in himself individually, but what is this really? This is just really a part of a whole that he has to include himself with the whole Klali Yisrael. His entire entity consists just of this, that he makes up a congregation on his own. If he starts just with himself, he has zero significance. And the far, and therefore we know, even before a yid goes, and davens Tashem for his own personal needs. But this is a mitzvah the mitzvah that this is a great mitzvah to daven Tashem. But the first thing is he has to include himself with the entire klal Yisrael. And therefore, before davening, we say that a person accepts upon himself. Why does this come before davening? Because before you come to talk about yourself as an individual, what your needs are, you have to be part of the entire klal Yisrael. Then you can come and daven as an individual. Biz, and then even more so, in the actual davening itself, is al tifreish You can never separate of the congregation. The bakoshes gufe, verenet gizak veloshin yachet. You don't request of Hashem your needs using a singular term speaking about yourself alone. Ebet nor farzich, just davening for himself, nor veloshin rabim. It all has to be said in a plural term. That Hashem should give a person understanding, return him to Hashem, whatever the teichnu, but it's all said, including himself and being part of all Klal Yisrael, asking this for everybody together. That's the foundation, that's the beginning of a Yid. But now comes the lesson of Pukudei. Now, on the other hand, when a person is doing for the whole, for everyone, for the whole Klal Yisrael, so now you can make a calculation and think to himself. That this Aveda really brings no completion, it brings no benefit to his own personal Shleimus as an individual. If he wants to complete himself, if he wants to perfect himself, he's going to have to focus on himself as an individual. It's just that for the, for the need and for the purpose of the being part of the general whole of Klal Yisrael, so he forgoes on his own personal perfection and he's focused on being part of Klal Yisrael. So therefore, he's sort of giving up. He's being mevater, the shleimus of himself. Zokmanim, so over here, Pekudet tells you as Adarabe. No, on the contrary. That Oivshton, the Mishkan, Faklal Yisrael, is an anayifim from Pekudet. When you come to this parsha where it speaks about bringing everything together and actually putting it up, all the, the whole, the entire Mishkan, from the entire Klal Yisrael, what's the name of this parsha? Pekudet. Because Yed the Keli Fazich is an avon summation. You bring each individual Keli to Meishu Rabbeinu. The Nach Tzivi Hashem to Moshe, and then Hashem commands Moshe vegen der keli on the Nach that came from Moshe and their keli. What Moshe Rabbeinu does with each keli, and how he does the Aved in each keli. So Vert Parzunder that sail Pakum Chshivus. The Torah tells us individually how each keli now gets significance. So seemingly you're focusing on the cloud, bringing the whole Mishkan finally together and putting it all up together as one whole as a Mikdash. But here the Torah says, now each individual keli gets chshivis, which means, when a person is doing things for the klal, he's including himself, and he's connected with the klal of, of, of So this itself brings perfection to you also as an individual. That's what the Kudai teaches you. So Vayakal and Pekudei are basically sort of included from each other. When you're focusing on the detail, really, this is just a preparation for the Klal. You have to know that the detail on its own, separately, has no Chshivis. And then when you're focused on the Klal, you have to know that that itself brings Chshivis, brings significance and completion and perfection to you as an individual. They're included from each other. So the Rev explains this now, that the reason why you have to have this inclusion of the Klal and the Prat together, 
even when a person is occupied with, with his own personal individual things. So he has to realize the Vayakal, Zikkailo Zayim Mitten Sibber, that he includes himself with all the Klal Yisrael. Uliyadach, on the other hand, does Eifstal na Mishkan, for in Klal Yisrael, is Baifin, Fon und Breng zu Pekude. When a Yid is busy doing for the Klal, putting up a Mishkan for the entire Klal Yisrael, this itself brings Pekude, which means the Shleimus von Yad Yid al This itself will bring the perfection of you as an individual. So why is this so? Sort of counterintuitive. You would think that, yes, it's necessary for a Yid to focus on the Klal. It's necessary for a Yid also to focus on himself as a Yachid, but each one separately has their own Maile. If we were to follow the second Eifen that the Rebbe said before in the Sicha, that the Pratim have their own Maile, the Klal has their own Maile, but each one separately. But over here what we're saying is that the Klal brings the Shleimus of the Prat, and the Prat is only there for the Klal. So what, what is this concept? What's really the Shadish of this concept? How the Klal and the Prat are really all bring the Shleimus of the other? Because in essence, both of these things, whether the general entity of who the Yid is, part of the general whole, and the individual of the Yid, it's really in its source, it's really all one thing. And therefore, is in many or in most years, these two parshas are joined together. Which means that it becomes one parsha. So So what this means is as follows. In a revealed sense, if you look externally in the Daga from Giluyim, or as it was it's known noise in Chesidus, when you talk about levels of expressions of godliness, then in Klal umprat So a Klal, when you have we talk about a general whole, and then we talk about a detail that has its own individual advantage. It's a contradiction. The, the detail means it's separated. It is what it is, not part of the whole. So these are two separate things. It's, ex, it's expressing two different aspects. Or even if it's not a contradiction, at least it's expressing two different aspects of, 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 a, of a certain shleimus. There's a certain advantage in the klal. There's a certain advantage in the prat. If you're highlighting the advantage that there is, being part of the klal is das machlish tichshivus aprat that will weaken the significance of the individual. Um vas mem and like that goshay from prat. The more emphasis you place on the individual is das gereya from chshivus aklal that removes him or to some extent weakens his connection, his concern, and his involvement with the klal, with being part of the whole. Asheein kemitzadem etzem upnimis fanayidin. But if you look at the essence and what's inside, really in the source of who yid is. All Yidin are fitting together. In the source, all Yidin come from one entity, of one Av, one Father, where it's all one. And similar, and the cause of all of this is, the fact that Yidin are one with the essence of Hashem Himself. The essence of Hashem is the Ribui Hapratim Nitkein Stiritz Achtas all the many details, even if you're focusing and seeing each detail for what it is, and each one has its own significance, is not at all a contradiction to the true and absolute oneness and simplicity of oneness of Hashem. Okay, you do, uh, and it's known what it's explained in Chesidus, as davke, mitzad epshitis, delemailo, vert ribius halkes davke. It's specifically from the ultimate and real and genuine pshitis of Hashem, that's the source of all the multiplicity and division of levels that we see in the world. Thus haste, what this means is, Yes, there is many, there is multiplicity and there's many levels. Not only is all this multiplicity not a contradiction to the oneness and the simpleness of Hashem Himself, the fact that you have all of these many that exist is really the ultimate expression of the real pshitas of Hashem that comes out in this, in all these levels, and all these chalkas that you see. So therefore, when we speak about all the details, what, is, what, are, what are really all these details? The details are not really an entity each for itself. The details all come from the same source. It comes from the essence of Hashem. And Adarabah, the Eivishter, the true Pshittas of Hashem, is not defined by being in the world of Pshittas, but it comes down, Adarabah, Dafkin, all these details that, that are, are there, that are there all included in the source, and then comes out in all these Ribu Yishalkos that express the real Pshittas of Hashem.
Wunderbar, so therefore coming back to Yidin, spiegelt sich das up, also, so this is also reflected canal by Yidin, regarding Yidin, was Yisrael, v'kutsche b'richo, kulachat, Yidin and Hashem are all one. As das, was Yidin, stellen zusammen, an Amecha, the fact that all Yidin together, so each, all Yidin together make up one nation, one Amecha. Is not considered to the Messias from Yedin Yidin als Yachid. It's not a contradiction to the fact that each individual Yid has his own significance. Now, on the contrary, the Achdos is mitzvah the Etzemohos from Yidin because the the unity of Yidin is their very identity, their very existence, their one Etzem, their one essence. But says Ein Zach mitatzmosi is Barach Kaviyachol, which is one with the essence of Hashem Himself. Direct to Chais, the Achdos Oich in the Mitzias Mitzias Pratif from Yedin Yidin. So the oneness of all Yidin is expressed not only by the fact that it, I'm not an individual. And only on a level where there's a, there's, there's a pshittas, there's a certain essence, where over there everything is one. The true pshittas is expressed in the fact that even in the mitzis, where there is individuals and there is differences, but what is the true essence of those differences, really all just an expression of the real oneness and the real pshittas of the Eibishter. The very essence, if it's really the very essence, it's the very essence of every single detail. So every single detail is expressing the essence of who the Yid is. So therefore, the Achtos of the Yidin is expressed in each detail of whoever every single Yid is. And therefore, the when you're Isaac, when you're involved in your Pratim that you are doing as an individual, that's in connection with the whole. You're doing it as a preparation or just bringing you together with the whole. And when you do for the entire Klal Yisrael, you're involved and you're focused on doing something for everybody, so that itself brings shleims to you as an individual. Now this has been Igeya to Yid. Now the same we can say also when it comes to the Sefer Teireh, when it comes to Teireh. Just like you have this joining together of Ayakal and Pekudah regarding Yidin, we see how the Klal and the Prat come together in a Sefer itself. A Sefer Hundreds of thousands of separate letters. On the Alla Prat and all these separate letters, each letter being written until you don't have the complete taita, it's it's each letter is just being written as a preparation to bring that one sefer taita, one taita. Uli idach, that's the vayakal aspect. Uli idach, ven es vet ein and ein sik a sefer taita b'shleimos teikva uktushasa. Once you have the full taita and it has its full strength of kedusha, is yada ois b'ktushasa mukefes kvil. Each individual letter has to have a piece of parchment that surrounds this individual letter. It can't be joined together with any other letter. Upketel from alandreisis has to be separated from each other letter. So adarava that when you have the klal when you have the whole entire sefer teira that itself demands and brings out the individual mila of each ois that has to be separate. Habibal pas yisrael eraisa v'kotshibirichu kolachat since yidin teira and eibish are all one. So therefore, in the Sefer as well, we see this point how the Klal and the Prat are intertwined with one another, that the Klal brings out the Prat, and the Prat brings out the Klal. So this is the lesson and the power that we take from these two parashies of Ayakal and Pekudeh, this is to add to the encouragement to unite all Yidin together. Including also in something that's timely now. This is the time when the Rebbe Kochzach in this Indian of writing a Sefer that includes all Klal Yisrael in it. By joining all Yidin together to have a letter in one of the Sefer Teire that are being written for all Yidin together. They're being written with a purpose to unite all Yidin together. And this also, including yourself in a, in a letter, in this Sefer will also bring out your individual advantage as, an, as a person, as a Yachid. It reveals his connection to Teire. In the Sefer Teire, 
and how he is in the Sefer through this letter here. And the von Am Yisrael als Klal and Kohl. And also having the whole Sefer with all Yidin together in it brings out the connection of all Yidin as one Kohl. Alavar Nesachid and Ayichud Amiti Durch Teiras Emes Vinitzchis Yichud Nitzchi. It brings all Yidin together in the real genuine unity and eternal unity of all Yidin one. On Durch Dem is Menachmer Namayr on the Zares the Gula Mitzvah Vashlema. Through this we hasten and speed up the ultimate and real redemption was Vezayin Gula Protis, which will also be an individual redemption for every single Yid. The Reivishter is Oiches Biyadov Mamish. The Ebishter comes himself and grabs every individual yid separately. As the Pasik says, the Ebishter comes and gathers echad echad. And at the same time, also the general goal of all yidin together, as the Pasik says, call Godul Yeshuvu Heina. The whole entire congregation together all returns the Mehera, the Amenu Mamesh, speedily in our time.